Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's the Rano Sports Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Jew. And I'm your other host, Montre. Yes, sir. Montre, Trey Dot, working on Instagram. Make sure you follow the boy. Uh, and if y'all made it through session one, we thank y'all because, shoot, we, we didn't Appreciate know if we was going to make it to <laughs> session two. So uh, yeah, we here man. and we just appreciate y'all for sticking and riding with us. And, you know, Appreciate as we uh, venture off into this podcast journey, man, we just going to try to grow and get better. But if you haven't heard of us, Rano stands for Real and New Opinions. We are just two dudes that like to just keep it real and just share our opinions about what's going on in the sports world. So um, we just going to break down what we have seen over the course of this week, all the news, some of the upsets, some of the, you know, disappointments, some of the high points in the sports week and go from there. So we just appreciate y'all tuning in. Yes, sir. All right, Montre. So I'm going to go ahead and list off my three things that I witnessed this past uh, weekend in the sports world. All right, let's see what you got, bro. Keep an eye on that quarterback power to the right, and then he throws it to number seven, Knox. He scored on it earlier. AJ chased. The Rebels hold on. Is the flag down the wrist? All right, so... First, we had a shootout in at, at, at 11 a.m. Well, 11 a.m. my time. We we started off the we started off the the college football weekend with a shootout. Damn, and it was Texas and Oklahoma one game, and then the other game was the Arkansas and Ole Miss game. I'm gonna start with the Texas and Oklahoma because there were some storylines. I don't know if you knew there were some other storylines going on during that game. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest one was Spencer Rattler being replaced in that game, and that was something that kind of caught me off guard, which I didn't necessarily see happening. But mm-hmm. um, he got ended up getting replaced in in the middle of the game by uh, what's his mm-hmm. name. Williams, I forgot his first name, but oh, Caleb Williams. So, end up get Caleb Williams ended up replacing them. They were down at one point in this game. They were down thirty-one to twenty, and I thought, you know, going back to last week's uh, episode, I, I mean, I think we both said Oklahoma mm-hmm. was going to win, but when Texas was up thirty-one to twenty in this game, like mm-hmm. halfway through, I was like, oh, maybe I, <laughs> maybe Texas came out to to really play. But then Caleb mm-hmm. Williams ended up engineering a yeah, comeback. That, that's the freshman, right? Uh, that's that shoot. freshman, right? He yeah. Might be, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, you know better than me. Shoot, yeah. So yeah, he came man. out, got the team back into – in the fourth quarter, bro, fourth quarter, scored 25 points, held Texas to seven in the fourth quarter. So I was like, yo, oh, yeah. this kid came in. And so with that being said, Oklahoma ends up winning this game 55-48. So – they were just gunslinging. It was awesome, though, just to watch this game unfold. Mm-hmm. When, uh, you thought, obviously, Texas might have uh, pulled something quick and got away with it. But I think a bigger storyline here is what's going to happen in the upcoming weeks with this Oklahoma program, what what their decisions are going to be with uh, Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams. And you know, in this college mm-hmm. world, this college world, the, the transfer is, not, is nothing, new, it's nothing to a college kid to transfer. I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of um, student athletes got too much loyalty to uh, 
to their team, to the school. They're like, if I ain't playing, then, you know, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, I yeah, mean, Especially coming from a freshman, you know, stepping up and, and, and doing something like that. Right. He, he, I don't know. He might feel some type of way about that. He just might. Engineering a comeback like that, so – uh, yeah. Who know? And I mean, uh, Spencer Rattler, he's a young guy, only a sophomore, so has uh, multiple years of eligibility left. So who knows if this may be the end of, uh, of uh, Rattler with the Sooners or is he going to get his spot back and Caleb going to go back into the backup. So that's a little know. developing story that uh, we're going to have to see how that plays out. Oh, no. Um, you know, coming from. You know, playing off the field, I, on on the field, I I can say a situation like that. You know, coming from two quarterbacks, you know, one stepping up after one uh, another is uh, having problems. I feel like you know that could be a motivation for you know uh, Brinson. So True. I don't know that that could give them a kind of way, uh, kind of a way the the to motivate one another and compete with one another to, you know, lift that other person up when he's, he's, you know, slacking in something. So I don't know. It, it, it could be a, a, a motivation for Branson. So, I mean, yeah, we will see. It'll be very interesting. Like they play a TCU this upcoming weekend. And uh, I mm-hmm. don't believe there's been any reports on, uh, who is the quarterback or going going to be the quarterback heading into that game? So, yeah, you you bring up a good point. Could be motivation, or he could be on his, he could be setting setting up some transfer papers. Uh, hey, um, right now. we'll see. <laughs> we'll it's, see. Yeah, I know. Not after just one game, though. I can't see it just after one game. Uh, man, kids be petty like that, though. For real, man. They I've seen like some. That. I've seen. I've seen a few of them. Like, right. There's some out there, especially especially as a young as a young athlete. You know, both of them both both of them pretty young. So you know, mm-hmm. you never know. You never, you never know. know. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a, a bunch of schools that would probably love Spencer Rattler's presence. So. Um, oh yeah. I mean, oh, well, yeah. we will keep our eyes out for that and what happens there. Hmm. Second shootout, we had Arkansas versus Ole Miss. Uh, I felt bad for Arkansas because they could have t- they could have kicked the field goal. This game was fifty two fifty one. Arkansas man. with the last uh, like minute was driving down the field. I didn't man. even think they were gonna score. Cause I the was, very, oh, go ahead. I was telling, I was saying as I was watching this play, this coach is really he's really about to blow this. I, I I couldn't believe he was doing it. Like I, I you know, the, you had the commentators saying, "Oh, he's he's do he." I can see this being a good play, and I I couldn't. I couldn't, man. It was uh, interesting because I didn't think they were gonna score when they pl- or when they were driving down in the last minute of the game. Because then it got. They threw the pass, like they one of the attempts to the back of the end zone, and then there was one second left. Mm-hmm. It, it ironically looked like they just went back to the same play. And <laughs> it was. It got, yeah, and the dude caught it in the back of the end zone again. It was like a similar route. He had like a deep mm-hmm. post and got behind the safeties and ended up catching it in the uh, in the back of the end zone. So I was like, okay, they went right back to it because it was there the first time. And then, you know, Ole Miss ain't make the, the adjustments. And so ended up getting some points. But then um, my thing, well, I think Coach had plans or something. 
I think uh, I, I, I think because they they could have said they could have kicked this field goal. Their kicker didn't have any problem. Sam Pittman, uh, Arkansas head coach, was probably like, "Hey man, I told my wife and kids I was gonna be home by." And it was <laughs> That's like, what I was thinking, bro. Bro, he and like if you saw after they scored a touchdown, it was like not even a second guess. He literally threw up the two. He threw up. He threw up the two after they scored, and was like, "Nah, we gonna end this right now, either way." <laughs> and I was like, dude was so confident, bro. And so I was like, I don't, I don't blame him. I was like, he, he was like, we gonna get out there. Wow. He said he believed in KJ Jefferson, but the play was trash though on the two point conversion. But as a, my thing is, as a kicker, how would you feel, bro? I don't mean like I wouldn't feel disrespected because you know the game is on the line. Like it's not like you you being on the field doesn't win the game. I'll say that. You you send it into overtime, which you could still lose, and then you yeah. you just did your part to tie the game in, you know, just the ability to possibly win it. But if the quarterback or the coach, I mean, goes and says, "Let's go for two, I think the kicker shouldn't feel any type of way about it. It's just like, look, I'm trying to win this game. Not that I, it's not like yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah, I I just say you know, put the kicker in, give give you know play calling some time man like some some time to make adjustments like they had the you know the game on the line you know they didn't have that much time to to think and and plan out what they wanted to do that's why they ended up running the same exact play to thinking that it was gonna work but mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know it, you know putting the kicker in the the tie the game sending it in the overtime it would have gave them enough time to make adjustments to where they could make better plays. Yeah, you bring up a good point. We can look at this either way. And just for reference, the kicker, Arkansas's kicker, Cam Little, he was six for six on extra points. So, uh, yes, for, yeah. So him making that probably would have made it easily seven for seven. So a lot easier. I don't blame Coach Man. I I mean that game was fun. It was exciting. A lot of scoring back and forth. Um, Arkansas was down 21 to 14. I mean, mm-hmm. they, and then, uh, I mean, it was just going back and forth the second half and like literally they just, uh, went for the two point conversion. That was the difference, but it was an exciting game. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed definitely it. Definitely a I thought it was even it better was... when they went for two. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Coach. <laughs> I <Yeah>. was like <laughs> trying to win this game right now. <laughs> yeah. Rikers kick. Goes down to the three-yard line to A-Chain. And A-Chain's got an opening. He's got world-class speed. He's gone. A-Chain takes it coast-to-coast. Touchdown, Aggies. So uh, next thing that I got here, which uh, I'm sure a lot of people across the country is happy about, we got number one dethroned. From the NC- and from the college football rankings, number one Alabama goes down to Texas A&M, an unlikely foe that I would see being the ones to knock Bama off, but end up winning this game 41-38 on a last-second field goal. And I will say the Alabama offense was all right. It wasn't its best stuff that we've seen in weeks past. The Texas A&M defense did enough. <laughs> I was like, didn't yeah. do anything great, but did enough 
to win this game. Mm-hmm. And then more so, shout out to the quarterback, which I am sure this is their backup, Zach Calzada. And he came in and was able to win this game for the Aggies. So, I mm-hmm. I mean, it shakes up a lot for the college football playoffs. It shakes up a lot in the SEC, of course, when you have your um, expectations that Alabama is going to be the representative, which they still can be, but they are sitting at one conference lost and that – Mm-hmm. takes into effect when you have uh, other teams with uh, one loss as well. So, I mean, that mm-hmm. was that's a pretty pretty uh, exciting stuff there. New Year, yeah. That was a team that I did not think they were um going to give an upset to Alabama, so it nah, was a surprise to me, man. Yeah, not at all, man. So, it's real yeah, like I said, some little some shaking up going on in the SEC. Yeah, and that, that, that the, lets you know, that lets yeah. you know that anything can happen, bro. Yeah, especially looking, in the SEC. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. And looking at the standings in the SEC West specifically, uh, there's multiple teams with one loss. So you got Bama with one, Ole Miss with one, Auburn with with one, and Miss State with one as of right now. Of course, all of those who haven't played Bama still got to play Bama. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely still a toss up. So it ain't over for for the West. Somebody could else could represent and uh, be that team mm-hmm. to uh, maybe play. We'll see. I mean, SEC East. It's uh, it's gonna come down to this weekend, I think, between that uh, Georgia Kentucky yeah. matchup. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely taking supernatural strength. Fury going to Russell Moore waves it off. He's not counting. The Gypsy King is the heavyweight champion. All right. And the third thing that I witnessed this weekend, shout out to the Bronze Bomber and Tyson Fury. <laughs> it was, man, I, lo- I do enjoy boxing very much. I do I, enjoy I love boxing, man. I, I enjoy That's, it. And heavyweights, yes. they bring a whole different kind of, like energy and so and then you're more likely obviously to see mm-hmm. a knockdown these dudes be slugging their arms and fists and everything and they be getting into it and so that oh, yeah. was i i almost fell asleep honestly i'm old so i was like knocking out around <laughs> like I had, to, I had to like reposition myself as i was watching the fight and i was like man i'm about to knock i'm about to doze <laughs> off and it's like it's a good fight i was like bro you had a third round knockout you had a fourth round knockout both but well, one each uh from wilder and uh one from fury so i'm like these, these guys were going at it and and swinging bro and it was just unfortunate mm-hmm. obviously seeing uh wilder go down i didn't I, but I knew I was like this one ain't going down or it ain't going 12 bro I was like these nah. dudes were slinging blows man and um, I, I knew it wasn't going 12 yeah I, I, I knew it wasn't but then like man that's that's what that's that's the thing about heavyweight um, fights you know you got these guys they, they're in shape but going to that amount of rounds you you just they just worn out, man. They just slugging at the end. Oh, but, no doubt. Um, them dudes yeah. yeah, them dudes are uh 
like they're big, but like the stamina side of it, you know. And I, bro, oh, by like yeah. the fourth round, Wilder was done. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. you could just tell oh, he was yeah. really gassed. Fury, yeah. Fury had a little more in him, but like obviously, uh, definitely Wilder looked a lot more gas. He was kind of yeah. just trying to, you know, stay afloat. However, and then he finally yeah. got got. You know, in the eleventh round, and then when he hit, when that when that knockout happened, it was like done, done. Ref didn't even do no counting. Oh yeah, he just said he yeah. like we wrapping this one up, G. Because I mean, yeah, he, he didn't tell. <laughs> this was, I think that was his fourth yeah. at that time that he hit the floor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. that lap boy, he knocked him clean, knocked him clean. I think the, yeah. I think the biggest advantage for um for Fury is is his weight, man. He he was he's like forty pounds more uh, heavier than Wilder. And it's just like you know they're slugging and everything, but also you got to think about the the clutch that they have. You know he's he's laying his weight on top of Wilder, so it's like you know they through those times of, of clutching in, they're like he's laying his weight on it, so he's he's gassing out. You oh know? yeah, so. that extra weight, boy, you got to hold them up. Like come on now, mm-hmm. that's just yeah, you know your legs your legs getting a little <laughs> tired out there. So mm-hmm. I'm like damn, yeah. he can't. Yeah, he can't really do too much about that. He just that's his opponent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah he 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 got him at least like uh, Tyson Fury. He's maybe like what six nine, mm-hmm. but Wilder six two. So he he had he has a huge advantage over Wilder. Mm-hmm. You know, no other than you know Wilder. Well, no, he Wilder, can, he Wilder, talk, six, seven. Wilder six seven. He not that. Small. Yeah, yeah, six seven. Yeah, 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 my bad, six seven, but. That's that's still a, a big difference, especially. But he got that forty you know, pound weight 40 on his pounds. Yeah, when mm-hmm. you know five, twelve, ten rounds of me laying on someone, and I'm forty pounds heavier <laughs> than them. That, bro, you gonna get tired of this man laying of on course, you? Of course, right? man. And like you know, the the power is different. Like when he hits you, you mm-hmm. getting hit with forty more pounds behind that fist when he mm-hmm. leaning into you. So. I'm like, yo, it, and it's a four. I mean, this is. I think they're done. I don't foresee a Tyson Fury four happening. Nah, I mean, nah, I think and, and Wilder man, didn't man. get a victory at any of these. The closest he got was a split decision in the first one. Mm-hmm. So, yep. and everybody saw that Fury, you know, you know, won that one. So, and I think when I was watching the fight, my biggest takeaway was that I felt Fury controlled the fight majority of the rounds. Mm-hmm. He was yep, a more yep. controlled boxer, and I think that plays into him having stamina and just mm-hmm. being more focused. Like Wilder, as you gas, bro, you're not as focused. You just kind of like, oh man, nah, I'm trying to recover. You just to, damn, you over here counting time now. So right, exactly. Looking back at your corner, like we got what a minute <laughs> left? Yeah. God dang, this time going by slow. Right, so yeah, it was yeah, man. Fury just had him where he wanted him, man. And then um, I don't know if you saw, but the, the fight was in Vegas, and he actually went out after the fight. He was out at the clubs, man. He was rave, no. raving. He was turning up, and like they sent, <laughs> <laughs> they sent Wilder to the hospital after the fight. So God, I was like, man. wow, that just kind of sums it yeah, up right there. That man hurt, and he in his pride hurt. Right, like this man, he didn't get on social media for a minute now. Like everybody's still trying to see if he gonna tune in. <laughs> it ain't gonna be nothing like that. Uh, Nate Robinson yeah. knockout though. That man hit the oh, ground. Nah. They ran with it. <laughs> Nate, Nate should have stuck. Nate should have stuck with basketball, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah, he hit the ground, and that that turned into a meme for a hot hot minute. Mm-hmm. It's um, funny because I just seen a meme with uh uh Wilder. 
You had Nate Robinson, and then you had the other boxer. It was like three boxers oh, laid, laid out, out in the room. Oh, yeah, no. all of them laid out in the room. Talking about hey. everybody with the sleepover. Right. Dang. <laughs> hey. yeah, just... and, 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 like, one thing I did notice, like, other uh, black folks on Twitter, like, black celebrities, they were, like, in support of of uh, Wilder and everything. And it was like, um, I sent this tweet to my cousin because I was like, what the hell? It, it was it was Diddy. And hold on, let me pull up the tweet real quick because I was like, what the hell is he talking about? All right, he says, sometimes when you lose, you win. Respect to Deontay Wilder, Lionheart. <laughs> I was like, what the hell you talking about, bro? And my cousin like, hey, man, black power. And I was like, okay, because like, I was like, bro, like, he got his ass kicked straight up. Yeah, so. where I'm looking, I'm still searching for that win. Yeah. Right, where did he win? <laughs> yeah, you, I was like, where, where did he win? I was like, win a trip to the hospital. Shoot, man. Yeah, that was. Yeah, so I was like, well, you know, black people are gonna support each other. It don't matter. They're gonna look out and I say, oh, okay, yeah. oh, I see yeah. the vision. I see what you're doing here, Diddy. Oh, and I was I like, hey, but you gotta call it how you see it, man. And that man Fury oh, yeah. was in his zone that 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 whole mm-hmm. match. He was in his zone. He felt. I mean, he got knocked out too, but it, like he wasn't even phased, bro. That didn't even like nah. get like it didn't even like Wilder won the round, of course, but like that didn't even like change the the whole like fight perspective. It didn't like mm-hmm. that wasn't the tide that turned. It was like nah, Wilder Fury was like I'm good. We gonna go back to you know doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no changes needed, man. Like this man, he he knew he came he came for a purpose, right? You know, I feel like Wilder was just going in with with so much vengeance and and like he just he just he was just a hype man to me. Like I, I can't see him being a, a boxer, like a, a championship, a champion boxer. I mean, not against Fury, at least. <laughs> And nah. I guess not against Fury. So yeah, I yeah. think this might be the end. Hang of it, it up for hang it up for Fury. Yeah, I think that might be yeah the end of under this little rivalry. But provided us with some some great fights, and so if they do come out with a fourth, I'll be very surprised. But um, I think Fury has uh, definitely solidified that he's the better boxer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he made it clear. All right, Montre. So I'm gonna kick it over to you, man. What you got for your three things? He expects these guys to come out and do their job. That's what they're paid to do. Lennon, good protection. Downfield for board. And hit. Diggs has got another. Number six on the year. And tackle at the 41. And let's talk about the new and improved Cowboys. Like, them boys, they actually putting the name out for themselves. Like, I've always seen the Cowboys as, you know, they they're the hype hype of the the NFL, but they can't they can't get the job done. So, but they lately they they've shown that, you know, they they're doing a the job, man. They uh got that first L against my Buccaneers and then they haven't looked okay, back so, since. Okay, so Oh, here we go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, they they definitely you know ain't looked back since, bro. Like the books, yeah, they, they some, of course. 
they got some quality wins too. I mean, they could have easily won that Buccaneers game, but mm-hmm. I mean, since then, I was like, they beat the Chargers, which is a good team, first in the yep. AFC West. They yep. beat the Eagles, which isn't maybe like middle of the road, but they ain't bottom tier in their division. They beat mm-hmm. the Panthers, which are you know doing a lot better than people would have expected. And then, well, the Giants are not mm-hmm. that great, and they and they just demolished the Giants. So Dak has been he's been on fire, and they put up 515 mm-hmm. yards in that game on a Sunday yes. versus the Giants. So he mm-hmm. I, and I would be the first to say I was hesitant about what that offense would look like with Dak coming off the injury, and I will not say or I'll say that I wasn't the like biggest Dak supporter. I didn't think he was all at all that. But mm-hmm. this dude is uh he definitely showed I mean they're showing their dominance now. And um as mm-hmm. they in looking at their schedule, I mean they got the Pats uh this upcoming Sunday. That should be another victory. They got the Vikings mm-hmm. that may be a little challenging. But then they got the Broncos and the Falcons. So they may be able to piece together a little uh, continue this streak. And then they meet the mm-hmm. uh the the I don't know Chiefs. That's what I call them right now. <laughs> the, the I don't know Chiefs because you don't know what you're going to get right now with them. But yeah. they they are in a good position. I think they'll win the NFC North or East. Sorry. Wrong, yeah. I think they'll win the NFC East pretty convincingly. And uh, they might make a little push for the playoffs or in the playoffs. So yeah. that'll be. Uh, I see that. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting. Second and goal, five-yard line from the right hash. The snap to Jones, and Jones throws the pass into the end zone. Wide open receiver, Jaquavian Frazier's touchdown, Gators. Frazier's scoring a second touchdown in as many weeks. We're going to talk about the uh, Florida Gators shutout. So we Back can both track. say it's great to be a Florida Gator. Back on track. Back on track, which wish it was a little earlier, but yeah. That was a good game, I can say. What did you think about that one? That was, I mean, solid. That's all I can say. The game was solid. Yeah. I mean, we can mm-hmm. we can sit and cry on our um, soapbox about having more Anthony Richardson sightings, but that's not here nor there right now. Um, I think yeah. it's just more so trying to salvage whatever the Gators can for the rest of the season. Yeah. But they played, okay. I mean, played really well, dominant, shut out. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Vandy didn't finish with less than 100 yards. We ain't on that. We ain't we ain't on that Georgia defense vibe. But I mean, mm-hmm. we 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 held them to zero. Which I don't care what level of football you playing in. You t- you hold a team to zero. That's just a salute to your defense. Yes. Yeah. And exactly. it's like it's crazy because exactly. like, we didn't we didn't do much, man. Like we really did not do too much. I think mm. it was just, I, and I think it goes back to Vandy not being a great team. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these other schools, I think, if they do win an SEC game, I'll be surprised. But, uh, I mean, Gators are – obviously, our offense is very powerful. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I agree. But what I really want to see coming up these next games, I want to see them get this run game started, man. they I feel like they still haven't gotten it yet. Heck no. You we know, we no have – we right have – we have we have threats, but it's just like we're not using them. Yeah, I mean Pierce is a really good running back, but they were using him like in goal line type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and then we got um, uh, Naquan Wright, which mm-hmm. he was a leading carrier in this game, but he only finished with forty six yards. But you bring up a good point. Like when 
you get the run game going, Emory Jones can be even more effective. Exactly. Yeah, even though his decision yeah, making, I just, is, I just I scratch my head sometimes too with that man. But hey, man, he he, <laughs> I just want to see improvement, and that's what I'm seeing. Uh, hey, I can't I can't argue with that. But my thing is, like, you got to get that run game started, and once you get that started, it it becomes successful. You'll see a lot more out of the quarterback. Second and ten, pin deep to start a throw over the top from the pole. Off to the races on just their second snap of the day. And Coastal Carolina tight end Isaiah Likely goes 99 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> Coastal Carolina again, man. This is my second time talking about them. You like them boys, huh? <laughs> who are these? Who are these guys, man? They just they just popping up again, baby. They making a name for themselves. Yeah, they out here beating beating down squads, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I like that quarterback though. I can say like he he's a young quarterback, Grayson McCall. Like, like I I just have a thing that I can style. So yeah, man. I, I, I feel like they have a, a, a pretty good future. Like it's a young team, and I, I, I'm actually gonna start watching these boys. Are you a fan now? You a fan? You a stan? That's a I can't I can't folks. I can't say I can't <laughs> say that I'm a fan yet because you know the only teams that I've seen them play, you know, is is like mediocre teams, but. Like, I want to see them play some somebody, just to see if they they have what it takes. Like you know, they don't. I don't want to be like UCF <laughs> talking or anything. But <laughs> they, uh, yeah, man. I mean, the rest of the way they are. I mean, just playing their Sun Belt foes, so they are potentially on the in the right direction of finishing undefeated, and then mm-hmm. they will. I don't even know because, um, well, actually. I think they might be besides Cincinnati. They might they might be the second highest uh, group of five schools. So they mm-hmm. may end up playing in that one bowl where they play like mm-hmm. one of the power power five schools, like whatever yeah, the bowl is called. But yeah, yeah. I do want to see them in a the bowl game, man. Yeah, so they gonna definitely be there because yeah, looking at the rankings, yeah, because Cincinnati at three right now, yeah, and they're the next highest. That's a group of five, so. Yeah, if that mm-hmm. if everything kind of just plays out as it as it were today, like Cincinnati obviously would be in the playoffs, and so that would give Coastal Carolina that uh that power or whatever it's called that little mm-hmm. um, power six bowl game versus uh one of those top teams. So yeah, but then you get that yeah. you get that matchup you're looking for at that point. Yeah, I definitely want to see it, man. Yeah. Two minutes remaining in overtime. Crosby's kick this time is good. From goat to hero, Crosby wins it in overtime for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Mason Crosby, brother, his field goal redemption. Man. <laughs> how many? How many field goals does this man miss before actually winning? Uh, again, the winning field goal over the well, Bengals. Well, that game, as a whole, there was four missed field goals in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so. That was, I I didn't I, I I saw I started watching towards the end of the game and then watching overtime, but mm-hmm. uh, that was it was crazy. I think the crazy the funniest part was um 
Evan McPherson, which a Gator grad, a Gator kicker, he thought he made, mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought he made one of the field goals, and uh, he was like <laughs> celebrating because it was it was really hard yeah. to tell though because it, like he kicked it so high that it was like going over the uh, pole, but it was like it went mm-hmm. left, and so he thought he he made the field goal. He was celebrating and cheering, and then like he just stops uh. and looks over. <laughs> And he was like, and it was like, nah, it's no good. He was like, what? Oh, so, that's that hurt. <laughs> nah, for real yeah. though. And so there was, yeah, Mason Crosby was four for seven. To have seven attempts, that's that's crazy in itself though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, seven field goal attempts. Yeah, and then they were both miss- missing them left and right. Yeah, and this the reason. This the main reason why I be having bittersweet feelings towards kickers, man. All right. They that my thing is like all you doing in practice is kicking, right? It's like so. I saw a tweet and it was like, "What do practice?" The tweet said, "What do kickers do all day at practice?" They ain't out here, you know, mm-hmm. being the pulling guard or nothing. Like they out here kicking. Right, so, they man, that's all you supposed to be doing. You got one job, just line up, kick the ball, keep doing it again and again and again. And so, yeah. but I think that's very uncharacteristic of Mason Crosby. And mm-hmm. the game winner that he hit was forty nine yards, so he hit a very difficult field goal to win the game. Yeah, yeah, I think he was just waiting for that moment, man. Let's talk about drawing it out, though. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is like, "What the hell going on, my boy?" <laughs> yeah, you gonna have to have a sit down with me. Right? He's like, we should have been one this game, man. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but he came through in the clutch, man. Got the job done. Yeah, so that was my player of the week. And um, going on to my MVP of the weekend is also another kicker, man. Seth Smalls with the game-winning field goal over, you know, to, to win the game over Alabama. 10 of 11 on the year from 28 yards away for an Aggie upset win, and it's good. He got it. That was a great game, obviously, overall. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw the clip, but when Seth Small was going to kick the game-winning field goal, uh, somebody had a camera on his family that was at the Mm -hmm. game, and they – um, recorded them and like their reaction and like I think it was his girl that was in like the front row or whatever and she was like you know come on come on baby you got this da 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 <laughs> and um, he kicks the ball and then like I think she I guess it might have been with his, she was with his mom or somebody but like mm-hmm. they both just like fell down and was like just like tears of joy and then uh, she yeah, ended up jumping yeah. down onto the field of course and like crashing the field like everybody else uh, uh, was yeah, after man. the field goal but that was huge for obviously yes. him huge and it was cool mm-hmm. I, it was cool and they pieced the clips together because they showed like him obviously kicking it and then like them uh watching the kick like happen in real time so it was like really mm-hmm. cool that i saw that clip and i was like yeah. oh man that's actually uh that's actually pretty touching to see yeah, how, man. Uh, how passionate uh that they was, were yes definitely a moment for them that they probably still cherishing right now like that that's Something you can't can't imagine, man. Nah, because like you know, you that was the first time they've beaten uh, Alabama since the Johnny Manziel era. Yeah. So that yeah. was like twenty twelve, I think. 
Mm-hmm. So that was a that's yeah. a big that's a huge win and like that's just kudos yeah. to Jimbo Fisher. This is this is probably what this Jimbo is why I left FSU. Fisher, yes. That's probably why I left mm-hmm. FSU right here for these kind of moments and to <laughs> step up and knock somebody off, man. All right, so my disappointment of the weekend, we all know. Every Myers and these Jags, man. My my biggest question is, where do we go from here, bro? Like, I know you're not a fan of them. I, I'm a huge fan of them, but I got to ask, like, where do we go from here, man? I don't got the answer for you. I don't know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you want, man. Like, y'all. I, I'm, I'm asking y'all you playing... because you, you know, you know, you a Bucks fan. You, you got that. You got that. That powerhouse team, so I I need some answers, bro. I'm I'm guess, not asking everybody. I'm I'm asking everybody. I guess I can relate in a sense that we was trash before Tom Brady joined the team. So I mean, we wasn't this trash, but I mean, I understand the, like the frustration you can have. I de- I had to sit with Jameis for five years, and we knew like after year one, maybe year two that this this probably isn't going to work out because he showed flashes of greatness and also flashes of disappointment. And so for I, one thing that I can say in re, in regards for the Jaguars is that you got to, well, there's a, man, there's off-field drama now that's kind of creeping into this, which makes it difficult to say, oh, you got to trust the process. But yeah. th- that process is being disrupted now by stuff that shouldn't be occurring. Like mm-hmm. that, that whole and the whole Urban Meyer, um, and as that p- developed more from our our conversation last week, like they didn't know that he wasn't even going to be flying back with the team after their game in Cincinnati. So oh, he wow. actually stayed. Yeah, wow. they didn't know he was he wasn't going to be back with the team. So, um, obviously he stayed up there. He was doing his little thing thing, and then mm-hmm. um, was going to come down afterwards. But they didn't know that, yeah. so obviously the lack of communication, players kind of feel slighted. Like, like you obviously was doing your own thing, but then you got caught, you know, mm-hmm. in an in an act that you weren't even supposed to be. Uh, yeah, something that you should have been with. You should have been with the team, fool. Yeah, man, and it's crazy because the, these coaches are the ones that be getting on the on the players about stuff like that, right? It is, and you can't set the example when you. Are not the example. Yeah, so my thing with that happening, you know, setting a bad example, like what is, how is the, the team going to look at this from, from the rest, for the rest of the season? I mean, we're seeing it firsthand. Like, I mean, I think they're still playing semi hard for the coach. I don't think these players have mm-hmm. completely given up. I think Trevor Lawrence really ain't got no choice. Like, he got to play hard. Like, he's just trying to do it for the sake of his own career yeah. right now. He's just starting. Yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, um, Robinson, he had a really great game. I was mm-hmm. like, he had 150 yards on 18 carries. Yeah. I mean, I feel yeah, like, man. we'll see. This is like, this is the first week post twerk, twerk event, or whatever you want to call it. Post twerk fest, so he he. We'll see how this team develops. Still, like if the and I think as you watch the games, you know I ain't watching these fools, but as you watch your team, you could probably be like, you can tell what their attitude is like. Like, are they actually in this, or are, are they trying to compete, or they're just kind of like, man, Urban, just go ahead and uh, go back to college football, bro. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. They got. I mean, yeah. they got a, a, a. They have a winnable matchup this Sunday. That's what I will say. Uh, we'll they see, play the man. Dolphins, we'll so see. they got a winnable yeah, matchup. You, you never know. They in London. Both uh, both teams yeah. might be up in up in these London clubs doing the chicken vibe. So mm. I don't know. We're we're we miles up in there. Right, exactly. So he might, yeah, boy. He just if he walling out in America. Oh, y'all already know. Y'all already know. He out in London, boy. Yeah, yeah. He getting he getting him a little steezy out there. On we ain't no English, so you know he we ain't gonna talk about it. So, and I will say if y'all, I mean, in the we just played the Buccaneers just played the Dolphins, so I got to see Jacoby Brissett because I don't think Tua will be back this Sunday for the Dolphins. But Jacoby Brissett had a pretty good game against us. He he wasn't really like messing mm-hmm. up. So if y'all don't win Sunday, it could be looking at an zero and eight slide because. The following week after the Dolphins, it's at Seattle and then home versus the Bills. So those yeah. next two squads ain't nothing easy. Nah. So nah. we could potentially no, be looking at an no. 0 and 8 slide or maybe a 1 and 7. Who, who, who knows? Who knows, man? We, we we never know because, you know, as the as the season continues, you know, this this uh this injury bug is it's it's creeping up on on all these teams, man. Kicking it over to me. Shout out to Justin. Do or die. Let it fly. Herbert, man. That man was out here working. It was a shootout. That was an NFL shootout, man, between the Browns and the Chargers. But Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert was putting on for the squad, man. That dude here, he ended up with... um, let me pull up his stat line real quick because that man was out here. And that game was fun to watch because uh, I'll get back to his stats in a second. But he, the towards the end of the game, the Browns, I think they had maybe like one or two timeouts left. And the Chargers were trying to kill the clock. So they were running the ball with Austin Eckler. Austin, they were down mm-hmm. in the goal line area. Austin Eckler... Uh, they ended up grabbing him and like the, the defensive line from the Browns ended up just pulling him into the end zone so they could score so they could stop the oh, clock. Dang. Yeah, because the final <laughs> score was 47 uh, 42. Like, you know, Chargers were just going to, um, you know, either score later or uh, uh, kick a three or whatever. And so uh-huh. he, um, yeah, they ended up just dragging him in because they was like, nah, we need that ball back <laughs> for one more shot. And so, and, but yeah. Browns couldn't convert. But uh, Justin Herbert finished with uh, 398, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Dude was slinging the yeah. rock, slinging yeah, the rock. Man. Mike Williams, eight receptions, 165 yards, two touchdowns. It was, uh, I think, it was 47-42 final score. Overall, uh, that was a no no defense, a lot of offense. No defense at all, man. No defense. A lot of offense. The crazy thing about the Cleveland Brown offense, they had no turnovers. I was like, that's really astonishing in itself. Looking at that, right? Yeah, astonishing in itself that they were they both of these teams were. Uh, playing this game and the Browns ended up losing, but the Brown, you can't say the Browns put themselves in a position to lose. I was like, it was just more so. All right, there wasn't enough time to win the game, and like there was no interceptions yeah, on either end. I was like, both of these quarterbacks were very efficient. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, was, man. Like they, Browns made history, man. They made history. Really did. Forty-two man. points for five five hundred thirty-two yards with zero no zero turnovers, but a loss and a loss. <laughs> How you do that? How you do that, man? I don't know, but shoot, man, that was uh, it's more so about Justin Herbert, man, and yeah, what the oh, boys yeah. was able to accomplish, and they're hot right now. Mm-hmm. They're hot, number one yeah. in the AFC West, baby. I was yeah, like, this is shout year. out to Justin, man. Yeah, I think uh, was it year two for that boy, and uh, he's starting to really find his groove. So they're making a push, and oh, yeah. uh, the way the Chiefs are sliding right now, they uh, they may be in full control heading down the stretch in in that division. We'll see. And big, how did it get into that helmet back in the day? Got this him. one slanting route to Antoine Murray. Murray, here he goes. Nobody's going to catch him. That ball to speed, showing off. 97 yards for the touchdown. It's good. Folks, it doesn't get much sweeter than that. He goes off the pay dirt. Shout out to Howard University football set a program record with a 97 yard touchdown pass, boy. That dude, it was it was a simple Jeez. route, bro, a slant route, nothing crazy. Dude, Antoine Murray, the wide receiver, where he from? The crib. He from Florida. He uh, caught the rock, took off, bro. 40 yard dashed it up out of there. 97 yards to the crib. Uh, it was awesome. They end up going on to. Uh, Shut out Morgan State, who they were playing mm-hmm. uh, 27 0. So that was real cool to uh, nice. see them uh, set a record for their program. Uh, shout out to Antoine Murray and shout out to Quentin Williams, the quarterback, for tossing out rock. But yeah, 97 yards, yeah. man. So um, that On was my play. Route, man. Yeah, and, uh, that was uh, my play from the weekend there. All right, on the sad end of this uh, disappointment of the weekend, damn it, Sam Darnold, he made me mad, bro. I uh, <laughs> In fantasy this uh, past week, I made a trade, ended up acquiring DJ Moore, which is the wide receiver for the mm-hmm. uh, Panthers. And weeks prior to this, Sam Darnold has been fantastic. He's been a pretty solid quarterback, uh game by game this year and so as they went and started to play the eagles they turned on the stupid switch apparently and uh he Hmm. went (laughs) he went uh 21 of 37 with three interceptions so he definitely back he he backslid like crazy because uh Prior to that, he had a first game 279, second game 305, third game 304, uh, the previous game before this one 301. So he was slinging the rock. So it was, and this was his uh, least completed passes on uh, throughout the season. He finished mm-hmm. with a fifty-seven percent completion rate, lowest that he's had yeah all season long. So yeah. it was, uh, and it was question. I, I watched that game, and like some of the passes were a little questionable. Uh, and then not having DJ Moore as involved it, when he's their number one receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he only had five receptions, forty-two yards, and the the Eagles defense ain't all that. So it was, uh, yeah. yeah. It was a very disappointing for his outing because you're not accustomed to seeing that. Sam Sam Darnold's been kind of more so just. I hope this isn't a uh, foreshadow to like what he really is 
and we were like, damn, okay, this is where the Panthers start to backslide, even though they came out the gate hot. And so, I don't know, man. I can't man. see that being, I don't know. I have to see uh, the next game coming up. Who they got, the Vikings? Uh, they play, yep, the Vikings this Sunday. So, that'll be a good, yeah. I, I hope it's not just a, yeah, a, a trend in the wrong direction. Maybe just, a, you know, just, just one off. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah we'll so. see. I know. Um. It's it's all about that front line too. So. Yeah. And one thing I think we'll about, see. you know, when uh, obviously Sam Donald's having trouble, I'd be thinking, you know, Cam is just sitting on the couch, man. I was like, Cam, Cam, Cam is there. I was like, holla at your not, boy. There's not 32 QBs in the league right now that are better than Cam. I stick with it. At I believe all. that wholeheartedly. He probably, man. he probably wouldn't want to. He probably wouldn't want to go back to that that program, anyways, man. Oh no, nah, not at all. He probably he's probably done with them, man. But Cam Newton should be on somebody's roster, though. I agree. I agree. He's definitely a quarterback that sh- you know shouldn't be chilling, man. All right, man. Turning into some. Uh, NFL news here. The injury bug, man, that done, that didn't hit the league pretty hard this past weekend. Uh, a couple of key guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can start as early as uh, the past Monday night football. That was Russ with the torn. I don't know what the exact injury was, but I think it might have been a, a torn ligament or something. But his finger looked crazy, bro. He got it smashed, and uh, he got uh, Russell Wilson. Oh, dang. Yeah, he got his finger smashed, oh. and he's out for several weeks. That was last Monday's game. Geno Smith didn't mm-hmm. even know he was a quarterback. The backup QB came in, and uh, they was trying, though. They were trying against the Rams. I mean, he ended up, like, uh, orchestrating a 90, I think it was a 97-yard drive or 93, mm-hmm. something like that last Monday. Yeah. So they may be in decent hands, but, uh, yeah, Russ is out for a few weeks. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster injured his shoulder. They said he getting surgery, and he's done. They say he's gonna be out uh, for yeah. yeah four months, I believe. So uh, he's pretty much call that call that quits. It's a wrap. Um, the Jeez. Sunday night game yesterday, Clyde's Edwards Hilaire has a MCL sprain, and they said it's about two to three weeks before he bounces back. And uh, one of the most interesting ones, I think he's fine though. But Joe Burrow, this was after the game, after that crazy. Uh, missed field goal left and right game. He actually had a throat contusion and they sent him to the hospital post game just to hmm. check him out and make sure everything cleared. But yeah, I believe um, one of the linebackers on the Packers, I guess their helmet um, hit his uh, throat area on one of the mm-hmm. plays. And they said he had a hard time talking on the sidelines during the during the game and I was like he had a hard time talking how the hell he calling plays and how the hell he calling audibles but I don't know <laughs> yeah my my dog need to get checked out <laughs> yeah they had to send that man to he yeah to the hospital for a throat contusion but man it's um yeah the injury bug is uh going around and, and some and my question is what out of those injuries you know between um Clyde Edwards Hilaire Juju Rush Joe Burrow um what do you feel or who is what team is being the most impacted you know from their injury um 
I'm gonna just have to say uh possibly uh Joe Burrow. If if that's I never heard of that injury, but if he can't call plays, that's gonna be pretty big, you know. You're right. I, I would say the same. because uh, we saw last year when Joe had an ACL tear and they had to work with backups that didn't that obviously got yeah. real ugly for them. So I think he's probably mm-hmm. I agree he's probably the most valuable person to an organization right now. Like um, what, what say, other player you know is is bigger than the quarterback? You know exactly. You're right. Yeah, I mean it's tough to say. Yeah, if you ain't got nobody to throw you the ball, then shoot, you ain't gonna be no good. Mm-hmm. Other news that we got here is the trade deadline is just uh, a couple more weeks away. There is a quarterback that is not being utilized on the Houston Texans named Deshaun Watson for obvious reasons with his uh, uh, pending um, civil suits that are uh, going against him. But what do you think is going to happen with Deshaun Watson? I've heard rumors that they do want to deal him. They just haven't find the a suitable partner yet. Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Um, I wouldn't even be able to answer that, man. Like, I only thing I can say is he's a he's a valuable player, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I will say that he needs to be traded. I think the the Dolphins would be a good partner. That I know that's already been in the conversation, but apparently Houston wanted too much from Miami in their initial offer. So I don't know if things will change leading up to mm-hmm. the trade deadline. But I was like, if they're not going to play him, they might as well deal him because there's other teams that could use him for the time. Use being. him. Makes yeah. sense. Okay. I mean, Jacksonville, gotcha. what's up? What's up? Man, what's up? <laughs> Y'all Anything, try, bro. I mean, Trevor Lawrence could take a, a seat back and uh, learn from learn from Deshaun. Learn from a veteran, man. Right? Like, ain't mm-hmm. nothing. And they both Clemson boys, man. They be hey, straight. Don't take it personal, but what's up? Yeah, they, they be straight, man. They Clemson boys, man. They can kick it. They, they be all right. But, That's I mean, yeah, idea, there's some other teams but, that can hey. utilize. They could, that yeah. could um, That's true. you know, use a quarterback that could uh, – Help, um, because like I said, that in Texas, Seattle could use him, bro. Yeah, I mean, rust, rust injury temporary. I don't think it's gonna be. You don't think it's gonna be? Nah, he's out for a few weeks. They said so. He should be fine. We'll see. Yeah. But Jacksonville definitely. You 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 (laughs) got a point there, man. (laughs) You got a point there. But Jacksonville, though. (laughs) Yeah. All right, now moving on to our pickums for this weekend. You know, we uh, always uh, do little spreads, little uh, you know pickums that we think who are who's going to win the games this weekend. We're gonna start with college, and uh, I only had two listed uh, this weekend. I think the biggest game, which will determine, I thought I thought it was gonna be us that was gonna determine this game who was gonna win the SEC East, but this game <laughs> this weekend will determine probably who will win the SEC East. We have Kentucky going to Athens to face Georgia, UGA. These spreads be ridiculous, bro, but the experts, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing, bro, but this spread is Georgia favored by 23 and a half 
points, man. We are you are you taking this spread? That's my first question. Are you taking this spread? I I can't say those type of numbers, but I can say you know Georgia over over Kentucky, just for the fact that like Georgia defense hasn't let you know let us down, man. They they've really shown haven't. that they always they always came to play, and I don't know Kentucky's offense been pretty iffy just off of you know watching the the Florida Kentucky game, you know. I, I don't think that's an offense that can stand a chance against Georgia defense. Yeah, man. If Georgia time and time again this season, uh, South Carolina held them to 13. Vandy, they shut out. Arkansas, they shut out. Auburn, they held to 10. I mean, golly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you man. bring up a good point with the questionable offense for Kentucky. I'm going to definitely take Georgia to win this game. And, mm-hmm. uh, that twenty three and a half though, that's that's scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah listen, man. Give me, give me, um, give me Kentucky though to cover that though. Tell me, I think they're not gonna get beat by uh, more than uh, 20, 24, So nah, I, I don't know. I don't, me, think so. I don't think so. Yeah, give me Kentucky to to cover that one. Maybe it could be a who knows a forty one twenty type game. Yeah, I feel like, like they'll come to play, man. I think you, yeah. I think well, Kentucky can show that they can score. So I think, mm-hmm. but like I said, this this is we always. I mean, Georgia defense has been showing us. They'd be like, y'all better believe we them boys. We don't we don't give up a lot of mm-hmm. we don't give up very many points, oh, and, we, yeah. and we don't give up very many yards either. Mm-hmm. Um, and where where is this game being played at? It's in Athens. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, we'll see. Yes, sir. And then the other game I got on the college slate here, uh, TCU, Texas Christian, they are going against Oklahoma. Obviously, Oklahoma just had that shootout. This game is played in Oklahoma. So they have Oklahoma favored by 11 and a half points. Um, who you got, mm-hmm. man? Who you got? Um, I'll say Oklahoma. For, um, it might be another shootout, man. It, it might, might be another shootout. I, think, I, I just, I think I've come to the conclusion that Big Twelve they don't play defense they at like all. To, they just like to light yeah. teams up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, it. and and TCU they they show that they can you know put up a lot of points. So oh no doubt, man. They uh they definitely know how to um you know they just hang with the best of them. So. And the, the couple of losses that they have, I mean, they they getting into the high high twenties, low thirties, so they can definitely mm-hmm. score some points. So, I mean, the fa- the yeah. yeah they got favored they they got um, Oklahoma favored by eleven and a half. I'm gonna take Oklahoma covering that, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be another um, shootout though for sure. It could be in that, another shootout to that, yep. to that uh, sixty ish, yeah. Ah. 60s total points at least. Boy, you, 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 you have no faith in the defense, bro. You saw it last weekend, Texas and them boy. They was they was slinging. Uh, yeah, yeah. The defense man, they need some attention. Yeah. That whole conference man. Yeah, they don't care. They said, shoot, as long as we end up <laughs> in the college football playoffs, who cares how we got there? Yeah. Moving on to NFL, got some uh, some good games uh, this weekend. 
Uh, we gonna start it off with uh, Thursday night football though. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers headed to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Tampa Bay is favored by seven. I'm rolling with the Buccaneers, of course. And by the way that the of Eagles' course. crappy offense are operating, you're like that offensive line don't do. Um, what's his name? No, J- Jalen Hurst. It don't, they don't do him any justice, boy. That man, that man be fighting back there. So I think with the very stout defensive line in Tampa Bay, I think we about to give Jalen Hurts a very hard day on Thursday. But who you rocking with? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm I'm rocking with the Eagles on this one, man. Just they have a few factors on this. You're a one. hater, bro. I'm not hating, bro. You're like, a hater, bro. I actually like the Buccaneers, but I I just see Eagles having a few factors off of this one. Hey, they <sighs> they they come in to redeem themselves after a, a tough loss last week, man. The you know I. I they have home field advantage, and um, they're they're playing a banged up Bucks team. You a hater, and I'm a. First of all, I, they I, they I won hate, last weekend. First of all, they won. It wasn't a great win, but oh. they beat the Panthers because Sam Darnold was playing like straight. Okay, doo-doo. okay, okay. So that's why I'm okay. going to you won, and we banged okay. up. But that offensive line is not good. I ain't worried about them. So now I'm speaking personal. Hey, okay. I'm gonna let you be a hater though. It's getting personal. Be, I'm gonna let you be a hater though. So. I'm not hating. We. I'm. I'm. I'm just looking at the factors, man. We no, gonna that's, see. That's cool, man. Yeah, we gonna see. We gonna see. I'm. I'm gonna text I only you say that because I see that. I see that y'all boys banged up. Like y'all. Y'all ain't. Y'all ain't how y'all was. What three games ago? You know, at the beginning care. of the season. We still winning games. Okay. Yeah, winning game, slanged up, cocaine up. It don't matter. <laughs> Bugging is, <laughs> is winning these games, man. Nah, but all right, hold up. All right, really? <laughs> Let's move on to the next game, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. You see who I got here? I got the Jags uh, versus the Dolphins. Games mm-hmm. at eight thirty a.m. in London. I hope you, I hope you wake up for it to see your team get destroyed. But who hey, you rocking man. with? They got Miami favored by. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't need to wake up because you gonna be like, I should have just went back to sleep. <laughs> I should have just went back to sleep. I'm a G. fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But we already know. I'm. A, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Dolphins on them. Oh. Both teams gonna be. Like, I just both of them. They 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 need they. I can say Dolphins. They they offense gonna be pretty good enough to. To take on the Jags, I say. I guess I hate talking about them, but man, it's it's tough seeing what what the Jags going through right now. Trust the process. Trust the process, but hey, I gotta go with the Dolphins on this one. I can't sit here and you. you know just be like, oh, I'm a fan, but I, I gotta be realistic here. Got you. Yeah, I'm going to get, yeah, I think Miami will win this game. And, uh, yeah, I think they'll cover that three and a half as well. Uh, Next game, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really good one. It'll be the Chargers at the Ravens. They got Baltimore favored, though, by three and a half. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I see the Chargers, man. 
I'm taking the Chargers too, cause like I said, Justin, do or die, let it fly, Herbert. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw yeah, other people. Yeah, I <laughs> other people. I'm actually favoring him. <laughs> I'm actually favoring that guy, man. He he's doing his thing. Yeah, I saw other other people be calling him Jay Jay Herbo. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Herbo. Jay Herbo. Need to get in the get in the booth before he before right. he walk out there. Nah, I mean Chargers are cooking right now, man. So, um, obviously, I mean they got obviously um, they got the spread in favor of Baltimore, maybe, and that's like a standard, you know, if you're favored by three at home, that's kind of like the standard spread. But I think uh, Chargers will cover that. They'll win this game too, man. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. And, uh, another another game that's gonna be a really good one. The only undefeated team remaining in the NFL. The Arizona Cardinals, they are playing in Cleveland against the Browns. Browns are favored by two and a half points. Mm. I'm going to go with the Browns. I think I'm going to side with the Browns, too. I think this is where uh, uh, Cardinals get that first loss, man. I think they get knocked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, after, you know, putting up them type of points and those type of yards, you know, they already know the problem, you know, why they lost. So, you know, they got to they gotta look at the defense and just make adjustments on that side. Oh, no doubt, and, man. Yeah. And I feel like they'll be straight after that. Yep. And I think having that home field advantage, that's going to play a key role. And, yeah, after the game that they just had last weekend against the Chargers, man, like you just mentioned, like, the, obviously that team knows how to score. So, it can, mm-hmm. like, this game might be like that. Shoot, they might – um. It might get up there in the 30s. They might be exchanging touchdowns. But I don't know. Yeah. And I think the Browns' defense is very good, too. As they have that Miles Garrett yeah. on the squad. And uh, But to, I don't know. That'll be, that'll be an interesting matchup to watch, having Miles Garrett and Kyler Murray uh, mm-hmm. as they when the Cardinals are on offense and seeing how uh, if Kyler can do his little, uh, I call it the, the bad kid run. Because he runs mm-hmm. like a little bad, like, like a kid, like a bad kid. <laughs> he runs like a little bad mm-hmm. toddler, bro. And he just be like scurrying away, so that'll be yeah, man. Yeah, that'll be an interesting matchup to watch. But that's gonna be a really great game, though, man. And see if Cardinals can keep rolling with uh, yeah. their perfect record here. Yeah, gotta watch that game. Definitely one uh, game to tune into. And last uh, game, last pick 'em we got going on right here: Sunday night football. It'll be this game. Obviously, maybe a little bit more interesting if Russ was in at quarterback heading into this. But we got the Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Seahawks without Russell Wilson going against the Big Ben and the, I don't know, interesting-ass Steelers right now because they ain't anything too great. But you got to put respect on Big Big Ben's name, even though he, he going to be without Juju for the rest of the season. But they got Pittsburgh favored by four and a half. Um, I don't know. Uh, Juju is a big factor. I'm gonna go with uh, Seahawks, man. Mm. Like I know, I know. Um, you know, uh, Russell Wilson. That's a a big one right there. But I feel like they can they can step up. You know, with his loss. But you know, who is gonna be the one to step up? For Juju, they got Deontay Johnson. They got Chase Claypool. 
So, and Deontay Johnson, I believe he's been more of the favored target mm-hmm. to this point in this season. So, I mean, Juju just, um, he obviously adds uh, some explosiveness. He makes the defense obviously um, pay attention to him as well. So, yep. that'll, I That's mean, having, yeah, taking him out of the equation now, it's, Obviously, they only have like to focus on two other receivers now, so it could be a little challenging mm-hmm. uh, yeah. down the stretch. And that, I mean, that's how it's going to be the rest of the season now because he's he's done. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, that's tough. I might have to go with the Seahawks too. Geno Smith showed yes. glimmers. He showed mm-hmm. glimmers, and that was on a very like just whim. Like he didn't expect to be playing in that game, and he came through and was able to at least do something. So with some time and some preparation, mm-hmm. he may be able to uh, steal a victory. So yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the uh, Seahawks on this one yeah. too. Yeah, well that'll do it for another session of Rano Sports. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and for listening. As always, my name is Jew. We got Trey Montre, Trey.working on the other end. Make sure y'all follow yes, us sir. on our social pages at Rano Sports on Twitter, Instagram, of course. And as you listen in, you know, on the podcast of your choice, Spotify, Google, Apple, whatever it may be, you know, make sure you like, share it. You know, um, turn on the notifications because you know we stay dropping that heat, man. And you know, just continue to uh, to tune in. And of course, uh, you know, add us if there's something that you know you got an opinion on. We open. We we like to you know listen to you with the with the people talking in the feedback. Yes, sir. Lock in with us. Yes, sir. And uh, last thing, man, there's a lot of things going on in the sports world. We got uh, playoff baseball. We got um, NHL and NBA ready to kick off soon. We got uh, WNBA finals right now. Shout out to the Chicago Sky. Uh, man, so there's a lot going on in the sports world, man. So y'all tune in, man. Y'all watch some stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, it ain't, this is like probably the, the greatest time in the sports year when you got all these uh, crossovers happening, man, and all these various sports out here. So, yeah, we holla at y'all, man. And, and, and until next time, y'all. Next week, join us as we'll have two special guests on the next session of Rano Sports.